When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that. Make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful it is trying to buy a house right now, especially in Colorado. It's crazy out here. And that's why you want to work with my friends, Mike and Virginia Chevalier. Let them take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress. Just take some of that worry off your plate. As mortgage brokers, they're able to shop over a dozen lenders with many different products to find the right fit for you. They want their borrowers to know who they're working with and not feel bounced around. They take the time to help their borrowers be as informed as they want every step of the way. And Mike and Virginia will take the burden off folks so they can focus on their home being a home, not just a house. They're huge Colorado sports fans. They are DNVR members. They're CSU alum. They work nights. They work weekends. And they're just really down-to-earth, relatable people. I very much enjoy getting to talk with the Chevaliers. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. If you want to talk to Mike directly, you can at 970-412-2472. Tell him Justin from DNVR Rams sent you. Or again, just go to dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win one of those free David Roddy shirts. Maybe you want to rep Trey McBride. The possibilities are endless. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool, cool, cool. This is going to be a, another version of what's happening in Agland, where we just kind of jump around, get you up to date on everything going around the various CSU athletics beats. What we are going to start with is the possibility of CSU losing their wide receivers coach, Tim, Timmy Chang. Um, it seems to be heating up the possibility of him being the next head coach at Hawaii. We'll talk about that. I recorded another podcast actually earlier today on the San Jose State game. That was yesterday. Rams beat the living hell out of San Jose State, dove into that. And yeah, it, it's a really fun time to be a CSU fan. We'll see if that ultimately gets the Rams back in the top 25. I, I kind of doubt it. There have been a lot of losses, so we shall see. But um, yeah, Timmy Chang, potentially a front runner to land the, the job at Hawaii. According to Stephen Tsai of the Honolulu World Star, word on the street is former Hawaii quarterback Timmy Chang was asked to apply for the head coaching job at his alma mater. This is not surprising at all. I mean, Timmy Chang, a, a very successful quarterback at the University of Hawaii from 2000 through 2004. Funny enough, actually, one of the you know first college quarterbacks I can kind of remember, you know, staying up late night to, to watch on the island. Chang obviously was the quarterback there before Colt Brennan, so a really successful, you know, seven-year stint or so for Rainbow Warriors quarterbacks. In his career, he completed 57% of his passes through four, 
over 17,000 yards, seven yards of completion, 117 career touchdown passes, 80 interceptions, QBR of 125.1. That was back in the day when Hawaii just aired it out all the time. Since then, he's gone on to have a successful coaching career already. I mean, he's quickly risen through the ranks. In 2012, 2013, started as an offensive grad assistant at SMU. He then jumped to Jackson State for a year in 2014, 2015 as the offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach. That's obviously now where Dion is, a little bit different back then. In 2016, he was the offensive coordinator for Emory and Henry. In 2017, he then got hired by Jay Norvell at Nevada as the inside wide receivers coach, was the tight ends coach there from 2018 through 2020, and then coached wide receivers last year, ultimately followed Norvell over to coach wide receivers here at CSU. Chang is still viewed as an up-and-comer, but he's credited largely for the development of Cole Turner, who's obviously a stud, got (laughs) voted preseason first-team All-Mountain West over Trey McBride. I think something CSU fans will will never forget. I still, as much as that sounds silly, and we always knew that Trey was better, I did understand the logic at the time. Just, you know, it was Jay Norvell's air raid offense and, and Matt Mummy's air raid offense with Carson Strong throwing him the ball or Steve Adazio's offense with Todd Santeo throwing him, throwing him the ball. And I think that's where people kind of, you know, made that distinction. Obviously Trey ended up balling out though. And, you know, proving he's the best tight end, not just in the mountain West, but the entire country getting back on track though. Obviously Timmy Chang gets a lot of credit for the success of the skill guys at Nevada and, They've had a ton of them. I mean, in 2021, that wide receiver group was really, really good. Torrey Horton was obviously a big part of that. He came over. Romeo Dubs, he will be in the Senior Bowl. Melquan Stovall comes over as well. And in addition to, to Matt Mummy and Jay Norvell, I think the fact that you had multiple Nevada wide receivers that wanted to come to CSU speaks well of Chang as well. I mean, that's the guy that they're going to be spending most of their time with. I've heard good things about Chang as a recruiter. I've also heard good things about him just as a position coach in general. So I was, you know, very much, or I am at least at the moment, looking forward to, to getting the opportunity to, to get to cover him up close. That said, after everything that just happened with, with Todd Graham at Hawaii, and there are reports that basically the players, you know, before they even hired Todd Graham, they, they went to the administration who asked them what they wanted in a coach. The players were like, you know, we want somebody with ties to the program that you know ties to the, the area locally and that was basically the complete opposite of of what they went out and got and, and they brought in graham who you know i'm i don't know much about todd graham i this kind of matches some of what was said about him at arizona state he, he came off as a nice enough guy when i spent time with him at mountain west media days but that's kind of how a lot of those you know, old school bully coaches are, you know, they know how to turn up the charm when the, the camera's on, you know, Larry Stacy was the same way. And then behind, behind closed doors is, is when you kind of show your true colors. And, you know, maybe you could say the same about Steve Adazio with the accusations of, you know, the way he treated certain players and coaches. And then obviously the report about the way he treated a, a young man on the janitorial staff, which was just absolutely disgusting. And CSU is better off without him. And, you know, Hawaii is better off without Graham based on everything that we've, you know, read up on the situation. And it just wasn't sustainable moving forward. I think even he knew that. That's why he resigned, you know. He's walking away from over $2 million just to get out of this 
situation and maybe try and keep his reputation as intact as possible instead of, you know, really going down in a blaze of glory these next two years and, you know, then potentially being unhirable for the rest of your career. That's a huge win for Hawaii, the fact that they don't have to eat the buyout. I mean, that's a, a school with limited resources as is. So if, if they were going to have to eat the buyout and, and then go bring in another coach, that really would have limited them. But they lucked out and Graham goes away and now they can figure out what they want to do with this head coaching vacancy. I mean, it's obviously a program when it's done right, when you have the right leadership in there, you can have success. I mean, you look at, you know, June Jones and Norm Chow had a, some moments there and Nick Rolovich obviously took them to a Mountain West championship. You can win at Hawaii. You just, you really have to be able to recruit locally and you also have to draw some talent in. I mean, if I were Hawaii, I'd be leaning on the transfer portal hard. I mean, talk about a, a destination if you're trying to sell somebody from a P5 or something like, hey, you know, you want to leave Auburn? You want to leave Alabama and come, you know, live in Hawaii? But it sounds like, you know, for the lack of a better term, Graham was just kind of an old school dickhead, kind of a, a jerk bully type coach. They got rid of him and now they have the opening. And, you know, what do you do if you're Hawaii? Every time it opens up, there is some pining for for June Jones. I've, I've read that consistently. You know, the fans always have a, a soft spot in their heart for him. But the retread, it can work. You know, it, it can work, but it, it can also backfire in a major way. And if I were Hawaii, I'd, I'd rather take a flyer on either an, an up-and-coming coach, somebody that's really going to resonate locally, somebody like Timmy Chang, you know, somebody who immediately just buys you good faith with the program. It's a lot like... You know, if CSU had gone with Tony Alford, and, and obviously everybody's stoked about Jay Norvell, myself included, I think it's a better hire. But if they had gone with Tony Alford, you know, there would have been some patience from the fan base because that's their guy. They love him. He's an alum. He, ble he bleeds green and gold. And for Chang, you know, that would be very similar at Hawaii. I, I had some people, you know, pose the question to me online, like, why would you leave for that dumpster fire? A bunch of starters have transferred out. You know, it's going to be a, a total rebuild at this point. But some things, they are bigger than than just money. I know a, a lot of the time, coaching decisions are made almost entirely based on money, and, and I understand why that's the case too. But every now and then, you know, somebody just takes a job because of what it means to them individually and what the opportunity would be. And first of all, the opportunity to jump from wide receiver to head coach at the FBS level, that's not really something that you could turn down unless it was just a just a disaster disaster and had no hope of recovery, which as I've already made clear, I don't believe that's Hawaii. I do believe it's a place you can win even with the limited resources. But even beyond that, I think it would make a lot of sense if Chang was offered the job. I think it would make a lot of sense to accept it just because of, of what that means to him. You know, it's a lot of pressure to be the, the former player coming back to save their alma mater, but it's also a, a tremendous honor and a great opportunity Chang was at Hawaii for five years because of injury. After he played professional football and in Canada and some other places, you know, he went back to Hawaii in 2009 and completed his under his undergrad degree. It's obviously a place that's special to him. And as a guy that played there for five years and then, you know, bled on that field and left it all out for that program and, you know, has a degree from Hawaii, I'm, I'm sure it was really hard for him to, to read these reports about what was going on at, you know, his alma mater at his university. And I, I really don't want CSU to lose him. I think that would, that'd suck for the Rams and that could put you in a, a tricky spot, which I'll talk about here in, in just a second. But if he did get offered that job, 
I think everybody should understand, you know, why he would have to go, you know, take it if, if he wanted to, obviously. You know, it's, it's kind of funny how we frame these arguments, you know, to, just to, to fit our own narrative. As college football fans, so often, you know, we talk about loyalty to the university and to the colors and, and to the name on the front of the jersey more so than, than the back. And, and in the modern era, that's, that's kind of gone away to an extent and people kind of pine for it. But then, you know, here's an opportunity where, you know, Timmy Chang could go back to his university, a great opportunity for him individually if he's, you know, offered it. And I see people, you know, trying to argue like, why would you step into that shit show? Well, because it's, you know, how can you not be romantic about college football to, to paraphrase Moneyball? So I, I do think it would be a big blow to CSU t- to lose him. And at that point, you know, you, you hope that you don't lose other coaches. I, I would hope that considering Norvell gave Chang his first FBS opportunity, you know, kept him on staff for a half decade, then brought him over here. I would hope that kind of out of, out of a, a sign of respect, you know, Chang wouldn't take a bunch of, you know, other guys with him. Like, I, I don't know, like tried to poach like Chad Savage or something and make him the offensive coordinator. That's just an example. I don't have any inside information. I would hope that, you know, Chang would kind of do right by, by Norvell in that situation, but you never know, you know, it, it could put CSU in an awkward position in, in more ways than, than one. Definitely going to be something for CSU fans to, to keep an eye on. Some of the other reported candidates include Brian Smith, who was the former Washington State offensive coordinator. He was a center slash long snapper at Hawaii from 98 through 2001. Coached there under June Jones, Greg McMacken, excuse me, and Nick Rolovich. Um, Robert Anay, the Syracuse offensive coordinator, was a former grad assistant there. He was reportedly a finalist for the job in, in 2020. He was most recently the offensive coordinator at BYU in Virginia very recently moved over to Syracuse. So another guy to keep an eye on uh, June Jones, again, former Hawaii head coach always gets thrown into the mix. Brian Norwood, UCLA assistant head coach is a guy that I've seen a couple of times. And then uh, Victor Santa Cruz, the Hawaii defensive coordinator. Maybe they just promote from within. That's always a possibility. So a couple of, a couple of names to keep an eye on. Hopefully CSU won't be in the, in the market for a new offensive or for a new wider receivers coach. Excuse me. But I think everybody would understand why if uh, if Chang had to go. All right, let's keep it moving. But the NFL playoffs are here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet $5, win 280 in free bets if that team is victorious. At this point, you would have to do it on the Rams-Cardinals game, but that's right. Throw $5 on either team to win, and you're going to get 280 in free bets if the team that you choose wins the game. I'm kind of leaning Arizona. You know, I know that Rams team is stacked, but I don't know. They feel a little bit fraudulent after the last five weeks. If the sportsbook isn't available in your state, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can bet for, or play, excuse me, for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. 
Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team to win on Monday night. Bet $5, win 280 in free bets if the team that you choose wins. That promo code DNVR Monday night at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I don't know about you guys, but I love getting things delivered to me. I'm all for not having to leave my couch. And I can do exactly that with Strava Craft Coffee. What's even better with the CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee, it's the ultimate gift at this time of the year. Do you have friends, loved ones, colleagues that suffer from migraines, stress, joint pain, maybe they have IBS like our buddy Brendan Vogue? Give them some CBD-infused Strava. It ships straight to their door. They're going to thank you guys. Strava is giving our listeners 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code DNVR25. You heard me right. Get 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use the code DNVR25 at checkout. You can also subscribe. When you subscribe to Strava, it means you'll never have to buy coffee in the store again. It'll land on your doorstep every two, four, six, or eight weeks, whatever you prefer. And you're going to get 20% off your CBD-infused coffee every single time. Strava also offers CBD-infused decaf coffee. So if that's more down your alley, take advantage. We have the Strava Craft Cold Brew on tap at the DNVR bar. Swing on by, try it sometime. You will not be disappointed. If you've never tried the rich CBD-infused Strava Craft coffee, use the code DNVR25 and save 25% off your first order. Cool, cool, cool. We're going to do a little recruiting update here momentarily. But first, shout out to Shaquille Barrett and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shaq, in his first game back in a little while, had an interception and a pass deflection in this one. Incredible play on the pick. I mean, his athleticism is, is consistently slept on. The dude, he's just a playmaker. I mean, it's, it's no shock to anybody that's followed him since CSU. All he did in Fort Collins was, was make plays and including one of the, the most individually impressive per, uh, plays in, in CSU Rams history at the New Mexico bowl, the, the strip sack against Washington state. I mean, it's just that play will live on forever. And he's had plenty of other great moments as well. He was really, really productive during his time with the Broncos. I, I still will never understand other than just for, you know, biases and and NFL politics, why Shaq didn't get more opportunities to shine. You could have had Shaq and Von Miller and they they I get that they invested a first round pick in Shane Ray, but it was clear from the get-go that that Von was or that Shaq, excuse me, was better than Shane Ray. And and honestly, Shaq is better than Bradley Chubb too. Like I Bradley Chubb's a beast when healthy. And to an extent I don't like to be hypercritical of guys that they haven't had the careers you expected because of injury. Cause that's not necessarily fair. You know, it's not really their fault. It's not like he's been out on the field and just hasn't played well. He just hasn't been able to stay on the field. And that sucks because when he is healthy, he's really productive. But that's the other thing about Shaq is the dude's just been an iron man and you already had him in town. You could have drafted any of those quarterbacks, whether it's Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, whatever. And obviously since then Denver's had to, to watch Shaq Barrett go on and, be one of the best pass rushers in the entire NFL. He's really, really established a great situation there with the Buccaneers already has another Super Bowl win. I mean, he has two in his career at this point. If, you know, Shaq can keep racking up these stat numbers for another, you know, five, six years, they win a couple of Super Bowls. I mean, I don't want to be 
too dramatic here, but he could, you know, potentially play his way into like Hall of Fame type conversation. Again, he's got a long, long way to go, but if he continues to produce at this rate, anything's possible. I mean, he had another great season, even missing time, still had 10 sacks, 22 hits on the quarterback, 51 total tackles, had a couple of forced fumbles, couple of fumble recoveries. Obviously, like I said, had the interception, actually two interceptions this year because he had one in the regular season as well. All of in, in in 15 games. So just a really, really productive season. They they love him there down in Tampa, and he always just kind of seems to step up in the biggest moments. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up just with a brief recruiting update. According to a Virginia Tech report, Nuer Gatkuth, a linebacker out of Canada, actually, is going to sign with Colorado State, recently took a trip to Virginia Tech but just loves CSU and feels like he has a great opportunity to develop all his skills here. Got asked, you know, on that specifically. And that's kind of what he said sold him on CSU was just the ability to develop his talent and take it to the next level. So a nice pickup for uh, Freddie Banks, uh, Adam Pillipal and those guys. Uh, Pillipal, obviously the linebackers coach that came over from Montana State. Gakuth does not have a ranking on 247 Sports. I wonder if that is because he is an international student. That whole process is flawed anyways. I mean, there have been so many dudes. Manny Jones wasn't ranked coming in either, and plenty of other dudes were ranked with one or two stars and went on to become superstars or NFL players. So, you know, take all that crap with a grain of salt anyways. Based on his size, you know, seems pretty good. Um, Watched his huddle film. Definitely liked what I saw. Looks like a guy that can get after the quarterback. The Rams also added Henry Cattleman, who is a kicker, transferred over from Oregon, got a killer mustache, uh, didn't play there based on the stats, but you know it's good to add competition to the mix. Hopefully, you know, Caden Camper comes back and they can kind of compete against each other and push each other and make each other better. But as we saw this year, it's a it's definitely a strength to have a kicker that you can rely on. And after kind of a rough start in those first two games, Caden Camper was money all year, ended up setting the franchise or excuse me the program record for made field goals in a season if you missed my takeaways on the san jose state game go back and listen to that podcast also have a couple of articles out on that game as well i mean it was a it was a beat down guys so we'll, we'll kind of move forward on that one i will have a grades piece that comes out for last week as well but it's really just a fun time to be a csu fan in general it's it's definitely a great time to su- subscribe to dnvr I'll keep you up to date on everything. And honestly, man, like I, I truly feel like some of my best work is, is on the written side. I'm a writer at heart. Go check it out. We also have, you know, video breakdowns and, and content on all the professional teams. It's, it's really worth the subscription. You get a free t-shirt with subscription too. So, you know, kind of kill two birds with one stone. You can look fly in a David Roddy shirt. Also get access to, to some of the best local sports coverage around but it really is just a cool time to be a CSU fan. I'm I'm really intrigued to see kind of how CSU football is able to round out this 2022 class. Assume it's going to be pretty defensive heavy. You know, you never know though. You might add another wide receiver. I know the Rams are kind of in the mix for one of the highly touted long snappers, which they are going to need a new one with Ross moving on. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Looking forward to hearing about winter workouts and spring ball when that'll get here. I mean, that's coming up right around the corner. It's going to be here before we know it. And obviously it's a really fun time to be a hoops fan right now with successful runs from the men's and women's team. Yeah. The men's team in in particular, they're just, 
that are just unreal this year. And I, I cannot wait to see how this all plays out. Hopefully that game against New Mexico on Wednesday will be good to go. Uh, before we go, I want to shout out my guy, Steve Ivy, AKA swole cracker on Twitter. If you saw, or if you follow him, I guess I should say you saw that he announced he has cancer. He's battling that I've known for some time now, but I think Steve is, is really courageous to, you know, admit this publicly. He will be one of the cancer fighters honored by CSU basketball, which is, is awesome. I mean, there's, there's nobody that spends more time in Mopi arena or has spent more time watching basketball in Mopi arena over the last, you know, three, four to five decades. I don't even know how long, so long than my guy, Steve Ivy. He's a tremendously smart man. One of the most brilliant basketball minds that I've ever met. He's a kind individual and he is going to dunk on cancer. He's going to kick its ass, but I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to shout him out cause he's a good friend of mine and we all deserve support. You know, I, I don't think, I think it's a tough spot to be in, but we definitely all deserve support, especially him. Shout out to my guy, Steve. You will beat this buddy. All right. That's all we have for today's Rams podcast. Uh, I'll have more content throughout the week. Obviously shout out to all of you. You make my dreams come true. Stay safe out there. Stay warm. Much love. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I was